Hi, Christine. It's really good to see you again. Um, welcome <laughs> back. Thanks for having me again. So we're bringing you back onto Philippine Ex and Wellness just for one follow-up question um, brought up by our social media strategist, Kathleen Torrio. And I think it's a good question to ask. Um, so she was wondering after listening to the episode, what does spiritual healing um, entail and what does that look like within your practice? Yeah, you know, it, it, I think it's a challenge for a lot of my clients because um, it's not something that a whole lot of therapists will inquire about. Um, you know, we're trained to kind of look at all aspects of diversity, but as a whole, therapists and psychologists tend to be the least spiritual or religious of all the careers. And so it may not be something that um, is easily, you know, at the front of our minds when we're assessing for intersectionality factors, when we're assessing for um, components of diversity that are contributing to um, someone's success, uh, distress. So a couple ways, there's a couple ways we can look at this. Um, when it comes to spiritual healing, you know, from a clinical psychology perspective, I make sure that I'm curious about it. I don't ever want to assume that that is part of what is bringing someone to um, therapy. But, you know, if, if it's something that the client continues to bring up or they might reference it, like, you know, one of my um, clients who's trying to come out, but they were raised Catholic. And so what does that mean? What's the, what are the messages that they receive? Because even though we may know it as a general whole, I want to know exactly what that client experienced, the messages they received and what kind of distress um, it's causing. So I want to be very um, specific. You know, I've had clients from different um, religions, like people who identify as Jehovah Witness, and they'll bring it up every single session. So I know that we're going to be talking about that, or people who were formerly um, Church of uh, Latter-day Saints, and reconciling, oh, this was my identity before, it's now not. But then there's so many aspects of that, that, um, that still contribute to the, their thoughts about themselves, their beliefs about the world, and are not in alignment. So one aspect of spiritual healing is actually looking at spirituality and religion as, you know, part of somebody's identity and how do they um, want to incorporate that and work on that in therapy. The second component of it, you know, because religion and spirituality are very different. So, you know, religion, we think of more as a structured format and spirituality, which a lot of people do. They're like, I identify spiritual. I'm like, okay. So the curiosity of asking, what does that mean? Um, is, is really important because then I can get a sense of their values. I can get a sense of how they see the world and themselves and others. And, if I'm familiar, at least, with, you know, some of the world religions from which, you know, we associate with, like, overall spirituality, like Taoism or Buddhism, um, then it becomes a matter of, okay, where is the distress coming from? Are you acting in alignment with your values that um, you, you, um, that you hold to identifying as, as spiritual? And so, 
being open to having that conversation and exploring it versus me pretending to be the expert on anything because I'm not, you know, just because I was raised Catholic doesn't mean I'm going to completely understand, you know, somebody's upbringing in the Catholic faith and how they understand their values. So the second component, I think for me of spiritual healing is, um, letting it be, you know, whereas before it might be a factor, this could be a coping strategy. It's like, you know, well, you know, how can we think about this in a way that's aligned with your values? How can we engage or create new behaviors that helps you be congruent and just being open to having that conversation without expecting that I'm going to be the expert on it. And, you know, I, I am aware that this is super vague because there is not anything, at least in my program or most programs that tell us how to, um, work with somebody from a spiritual or religious perspective. And I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I do have a master's in spiritual psychology. And what I really appreciated about that education is that I did it after my doctorate and I relearned all of my skills from a spiritual perspective, which for purposes of that program, it was about seeing the loving in each person and like with the intention, working with the intention of helping them see that in themselves and healing in that context is the application of loving to the parts inside that hurt. So that to me is spiritual healing, whether it's like me showing care and loving for the person in front of me who is having a difficult time or struggling, but also incorporating their own wisdom and awareness of how spirituality or religion um, is, you know, is affecting them, whether it's a method of healing or whether it might be a factor that they're trying to make sense of that's causing distress. Um, but there's no cookie cutter way to do that. I've just been kind of incorporating this um, for the last 13 years or so. And I remember when I first uh, got this spiritual degree, I'm like, there's no way that I can incorporate this approach because <laughs> this is so opposite of what I learned in my clinical program. Yeah. And I struggled with that as part of my therapist identity. But now that I've been doing it for some time, I realized it was about helping me be my authentic self by helping me work on my own stuff um, while I was helping others with their stuff from this from this perspective of just really caring genuinely for the person in front of me because they are a human being and they are deserving of health and well-being. So, yeah, I can't, I, I don't know that I'm an expert in it, but I do think that the advantage of having a spiritual approach, even though I don't like flat out say it's a mother, I'm going to work on a spiritual approach with you, no. But it's about, transparency it's about authenticity um and it's about em like pure empathy and really being able to convey genuine care and concern for my clients and it seems to work especially with a lot of my young adult clients who may not 
have had that experience yet in their lives. So, so I hope that explains it. It's a really great follow-up question. I think you and I got so excited about yeah. like all of these different aspects of Philippinex culture that um, I'm glad that we got this little separate um, part to, to explore what spiritual healing is. Yeah, no, thank you, Christine. It yeah. sounds like it's very client-centered and yes. definitely the, the client um, walks you through what their definition of spirituality means to, yeah. to them, right? And you're yeah. definitely there to guide them through the process in whatever they're mm -hmm. seeking in your session. Yeah, because they're the expert on them. I, from session one, I'm like, you are the expert on you. You have your own wisdom. I just have a bunch of degrees and experience and things like that. But religion and spirituality is going to be part of that wisdom and very much so when it comes to, you know, again, the way that they see themselves and the way that they interact with the world. So I think we clinicians need to do a better job at really acknowledging and um, asking questions about whether um, a faith tradition or spirituality may be um, part of the presenting concern. Perfect. Well, thank you, Dr. Christine Katipon, for coming back on to answer that question from our social media strategist, Kathleen Torrio. We hope this also answers that lingering question if some of you in our community had that same question. And uh, we can't wait to see where things unfold for you. <laughs> thank you so much.